In a League of Their Own podcast is brought to you by Smooth My Balls. Are you sick of snagging your nuts or cutting yourself with a generic Bic razor or generic clipper? Well, now you don't have to worry. Smooth My Balls offers a five-star below-the-belt care for men, starting with the Turf Chopper 3.0, the next-level razor that provides a very smooth and clean finish with no cuts on your sack. And coming in for the closer, you got the Pube Muncher 1.0, a compact mini vac that cleans up the job with no hair left behind. Head over to smoothmyballs.com today and use code league at checkout for 15% off your top of the line men's grooming kit. Again, that's league L E A G U E for 15% off smooth. My balls shave like a pro. Rep Sports. Rep Sports is a leading supplements and nutrition company that provides everything from pre-workout and protein to recovery supplements. If you're looking for a healthy pick-me-up, Rep also offers Raise Energy, a zero-sugar drink that helps with workout, with workout and recovery uh, mental focus as well. Head over to repsports.com today and use code LEAGUE for 15% off your order. That's L-E-A-G-U-E for 15% off. Golf kicks. Tired of wearing the same old pair of boring golf shoes? Not the most comfortable? Now you don't have to worry. Customize all types of shoes from Crocs to flip-flops, sneakers to boat shoes, and wear them in style while you rip it up on the course. Head over to golfkicks.com and use code OWN20 at checkout to get a 20% discount on your order. That's O-W-N-20. Screw your shoes. Dreamer loot. Want to rep the best up-and-coming sports podcast? Of course you do. Head over to streamerloot.co today and check out our first line of, of merch. We have t-shirts, sweatshirts, mugs, and stickers. Again, that is streamerloot.co to check out our merch. Hey, everybody. It's Friday, June 11th, 2021. The Final Four is set for the Stanley Cup playoffs, and Oklahoma wins this year's College Softball World Series. And there goes that man's jockstrap. <laughs> oh my God, did you see that? <laughs> America's team? Yeah, right. Oh, baby, it's a big day in sports. There's nothing like battling it out with your teammates all season long to go win a championship. Green Bay's got it this year. Huge move for him. I think it's going to be a game changer. We have a lot to talk about this busy week in the sports world. Welcome to the In a League of Their Own podcast. All right, again, everybody, welcome. Diving right into things here. Um, kind of one of the uh, off-season dramas around the NFL. Russell Wilson kind of talks of him maybe leaving Seattle, this and that. He put that whole thing to rest yesterday, saying that there were some unfortunate frustrations that happened, again, with him running for his life, not having the best protection. But he had no intentions of ever leaving Seattle. Um, just had those couple of things to smooth out. And he said he wants to be a Seahawk for life. So, um, I mean, that, that kind of went quiet as it was after Chicago extended their big package to go get him. Seattle said no, and that was kind of the end of it. And nobody else really ever talked about it again. So um, I guess it was nice to see Russell come out and kind of put that whole thing to rest. And now they can move on from it and try to rebuild that offense for him. Absolutely. And another thing, too, that when you're not winning, it's frustrating. Um, no matter what, if you're the best team or the worst team, losing is always – somebody has something to say when you lose, obviously. And I feel like this this could potentially be another thing with the, the, the whole Rodgers thing too. It's just like 
to losing. We've made it four straight years in a row to the to the doorstep to the Super Bowl. Can't get over the hump, and it's just like, what more do you got to do? So maybe that's just what you know. Maybe that's just what it is. It's just one little thing, and it could all get smoothed over, or it doesn't get fixed, and you know you part ways. That's that's the way of the business world. So. Yeah, I'm glad to see Russell stay there. I feel like that's his second home, you know, to Wisconsin. He's got the perfect climate up there that he had in Wisconsin, which he loved. And he's got Pete Carroll out there, which supports him. You know, he's a huge Russell Wilson guy. Uh, He's kind of the reason why he did get the, you know, he got the start and he's been playing as well as he has been, you know, given the opportunities that Carroll's given to him. So, yeah, I feel like this was a great, a great thing and that's put to bed and now just the one thing looming is the Rogers news and Deshaun Watson I guess you could say it too yeah and kind of thinking about Rogers too uh, I, this is kind of a scenario I just thought of like five seconds ago where he, again with kind of the way the NFL is going to be going next year cap space going up you're going to see a lot of record-breaking deals guys signing long-term contracts maybe Rogers kind of is doing this to kind of let the Packers fall apart for one year make them realize even more that they need him and then they go and then they give him a big contract to finish his career. So that could be kind of a scenario that could be playing through his head of, all right, you guys don't want to give me my money. You guys don't want to kind of see things from my perspective. I'm going to sit out this year, watch you guys take last and or second last in the division. You're going to realize, Oh shit, we need him. And then he's going to go get a payday. So that was just something I just thought of now that could could potentially be going through his head, but again, it's just one of dozens of scenarios that could be going on with him. Yeah. Just the one thing with that, I just feel like it's in the NFL. It's really hard when you hold out. It's really hard to overcome, you know, like look at all everybody who's held out. No one's won. Everybody's always got the short end of the stick and unfortunately that's you know they they never let the players have the leverage because the players have the leverage in the league is going to change to towards the nba how that operates um it'd be interesting to see if, if that's what he did do but just given the nfl and just seeing what happens to people who do hold out um He's going to have to play if he if he is going to hold out, he's going to have to play on a cheap deal, a one year deal, something to prove that he's going to get it done long term for the Packers, because you can say, oh, look at what Rodgers has done up to this point. That doesn't throw that out the window. It's what he's going to do going forward because you can't go back. Mm -hmm. So there's no reason to lull about the past. It's about what he could do now in the building and going forward. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. If he thinks he is, you know, if he thinks he's got that much power to pull a move like that, you you never really know. But the Packers would be the team to do it because there is no owner. So that is the one the one thing that he's got going for him there is he doesn't have one guy that could be like, hey, fuck you, you know, get back yeah. here, where who knows how that would be dealt with. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting too seeing an article this morning talking about if Rodgers can come out of the situation ahead how many other quarterbacks are going to try to follow suit and realize, Oh, if he, if he can do it, like to see, like, obviously some younger guys have to make a name for themselves. They're not going to be able to just pull a, a quick one like that and expect to still have a starting job. If he decides to come back or any starting job and on any team of the league, but it's going to be interesting to see if he kind of breaks that ice 
for players to kind of have, like you said, how the NBA is kind of being run where it's a player's league where the NFL starts to turn that way. I don't think it should completely turn that way, but it'd be nice to see players get a little bit more leeway than some of them do. Obviously, some of them are taken care of very well, like Dak Prescott, Patty Mahomes. Dak and Zeke, they held out. They were like the original ball movers on this whole thing because they held out multiply, you know, like multiple times to get the mm-hmm. contract that they wanted and they ended up getting it. So yeah. Le'Veon Bell sat out a year to go to New York. And he get got his the contract. contract. Yep. So it's I don't know. It's risk versus reward in that case. You know, it could go very well. It could go you know, like Rogers thinking, oh the Packers are gonna suck without me. Blake Bortles starts and the fuck we make the playoffs or something. You know, then you don't need them and you lose all of your leverage all of it yeah so, but also it's, it's a rolling the dice it's it's not really well i get yeah it is high risk high reward if rogers wants to come back into the nfl or specifically for the packers but also for him it's low risk high reward because if they don't take him back cool i'll go do jeopardy i'll go play golf you know That's what i mean if he gets the job guaranteed yeah because there was like three other four other people that are on the list of the full-time uh, position for it and he was one of the names but there's three other guys that were have television experience and all this other type of stuff too so he's got a competition for that even so th- that's not even a guaranteed thing so yeah i don't know i just feel like he should just go with your gut just go whatever he's got to do just, just fucking go with your gut and say it and everybody can move on everybody's adults in this situation so yeah yeah, and then circling back, uh, mentioning Dak, uh, he ends up leaving his uh, contract deal with Adidas and joins the Jordan brand and becomes the highest paid NFL player to sign with that brand. So um, it's been a big bounce back for him getting his contract after breaking his ankle and then now signing with Jordan brand. Um, I mean, good for him to make these moves, but also he's got to go out and win games for the Cowboys when you have – millions and millions of people have their eyes on that team every year to see, are the Cowboys actually going to do it this year? Or you got the Cowboy haters who want to see them fail, including myself. So no matter what, you have a lot of people having eyes on that team, expecting big things out of them, especially this year with kind of the changes they made. They always seem like, Oh, we got a Super Bowl roster on paper. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, again, good for him. Um, Again, securing the bag outside of football and, yeah, those are the kind of the two points I had for the NFL. I know you said you had a couple. Yeah, uh, that was good for Dak to do that. I feel Dak's a great person. I feel like he's just a great person off of the field of football. And anybody who's a great person, who's a great athlete, I always could, will support them. So that's awesome for him. Yeah, I just got a couple things here. One, Julio Jones is looking like a freak down in Tennessee wearing their number two. Um, it's been cool to watch. And he just came out and said, I'm here to be a team guy. I'm not here to be a stat guy. I'm not here to build my stats. I'm here to be a team guy and help win a Super Bowl. So I think he's definitely going to help, help them in their chances to win a Super Bowl for sure. Um, there's no question about that. And then just one more thing, Washington football team has a quarterback battle going on. There's four quarterbacks that are currently bat- battling for that first spot. Um, it's narrowed out kind of to Heineke and Fitzmagic for who's going to get that first, first role. But yeah, there were four names that I saw in there and, um, 
what's his name? Ron Rivera said that he's open to having competition just for the sake that it makes everything more fun for everybody. When people are competing, it puts you to a higher level. You're not just coasting, going through the motions. So yeah, that's all I got for the NFL. Yeah. And then that there, the, aside from those two, Allen, who was the QB over in Carolina too. I forget. He's on that too. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's another guy. They got three potential. I mean, Heineke looked really good, obviously, in his playoff start yeah, against. You know, he could have beat the Bucks. Yeah. They were, those are one score game. So that was a close game. So, I mean, and then you got Fitzmagic, who's played for like, what is it, 28%? This is his 17th season. So he's played for like 28% of teams or whatever it was. I, I think that's what the number was. But um, so obviously yeah. he's been there, done that with how many different teams. So. He posted a thing on Instagram. He was holding up a chalkboard saying, hi, my name's Ryan Fitzmagic. This is my 17th season in the NFL, like a first day of school type thing. Yeah. It, it was really cool to see him do that. But yeah. So then jumping over to the NBA here, um, again, things are heating up as we get closer to the conference finals where you're still in the conference semis. Uh, last night, really fun game to watch. The Bucks avoid the 3-0 hole against the Nets. Uh, they get the win 86-83 in a big defensive game. I mean, looking at the score, nobody broke 100. Um, I think both teams shot um, at less than 40% from the field or close to 40%. And, um, yeah, it was a really fun game to watch. Again, it was frustrating to see Giannis struggling from the free throw line and trying to pull up from three when, again, those are just turned. I think he was 0 for 6 before he made his first three-pointer, and then he went like 0 for 3 or 0 for 4 from his last attempts from three. So, I mean. Yeah, he's 4 for his last 22. Yeah, that's not good. I mean. <laughs> I mean, if they, if you can, if you can get those four baskets in clutch situations, good. But if you're getting losing close games or getting blown out, and you're just throwing up threes when you're not a three point shooter, you got to try something different. But, but nonetheless, um, again, the Bucks made it a series again. It, the Nets still lead the series two one. Um, they have two off days again as they're trying to let some of these other series catch up. So they do not play tomorrow. They play Sunday. Um, for game four in Milwaukee. So hopefully the Bucks can tie it up. And then at that point, it's a best of three series. Again, Nets have home court advantage in those last three games. But still, if they can, if they can get game four in Milwaukee and then keep that momentum and go into Brooklyn and steal game five, go up three, two on the series to come home for game six, they, they're, Bucks would be in the driver's seat at that point because then you got to, basically win one of your last two and the Nets would have to win two in a row. So, um, but again, who knows when James Harden's going to be back? He, there's still no timetable. I think he's coming back for this next one. Uh, Kevin Durant kind of hinted at that post game. Um, but one thing I did see from the Bucks that we haven't seen the first two games, they slowed the pace down. The Nets are just full go, full go, like 150 points. Let's go. You know, the Bucks slowed him down and, when you slow slow down a team that likes to operate like that, you th- you catch them out of rhythm and they miss shots, which they did. Um, and it was huge for us. Lopez had a great night. Holiday finally showed up. Middleton was there. Um, everybody had. I feel like that was a very good team performance. Yeah, it was a close game with Harden coming back. It's still gonna be that's gonna be a tough task to get done, but 
one basket at a time up and down the floor, one stop at a time. And next thing you know, you can win again. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that, that game was very fun to watch last night. Yeah. And then um, I believe it was 78% Middleton and Giannis combined for the total of the team's points, which is an NBA playoff record. So that was cool to see too. Again, Giannis is usually good for 30 to 50 points a night. And then Middleton can kind of vary, but I think Middleton put up 35 himself, 35 and 13. He had last night. So again, good to see those two kind of step up and take the team over again. Drew holiday came up clutch in the end with the layup with 11 to go. That was a six spin move. And then, um, yeah. And then good defense after that Durant did have a look for three, uh, for three from deep, but it was a contested shot and yeah, we'll see what happens in game four, but yeah, another series uh, last night game that happened. Jazz takes a 2-0 series lead um, as the court switches over to L.A. Um, again, kind of a similar situation where L.A. was down 2-0, but they were down 2-0 on their home court. So now at least they get to go home. Instead of going on the road down 2-0, um, they get to go home down 2-0. So, um, again, it's going to be a very similar situation. Basically, uh, word for word, kind of with the Bucks, Jazz got it done at home. Series switches to LA. If LA can't take Game Three at home, they fall to that three that dreaded three o hole, and then you're going to need to be on the side of some uh, some history to come back from that one. So, yeah, this Clippers team is the 11th Clippers team to go down 0-2 in the second round. None has ended up coming back and winning. Going down 2-0 um, in the second round, it's, I think teams all-time are like 3 and 190-something. It's not very good. So the Bucks potentially could be one of those teams that comes back and does that. But, yeah, I just thought that was a point to put out there, that going down 2-0 is never good. You got to – it's a must-win game three. Yeah. And then um, tonight as well, another game three underway – the Suns head to Denver with a 2-0 series lead. Um, again, just like the last few series we talked about, series heads to Denver. Denver is kind of in a must-win game three situation. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think the Sun, the I think the I Suns are going to end sweep. up. Yeah, they're going to sweep in Denver, and then um, they will wait to face either the Jazz or the Clippers. Probably the Jazz. Jazz. Uh, for the Western conference finals. So that'd be a good one. So, yeah, um, those, and then another game that's going on tonight is 76ers Hawks. That series is tied one, one, um, as the court switches over to LA. So, um, I mean, the Hawks stole game one in, in Philly. So that was, that was huge for them alone. So now if they can take both home games, I'll go up three, one, 76ers one seed out of the East could be making an early exit. And then it's going to be either uh, Nets, Nets and Hawks or Bucks and Hawks uh, Eastern finals. So um, it's nice to see these teams. I mean, that are, have been kind of out of it for years. Again, the, the Hawks have been kind of on the bubble. The Suns have been out for a while. Um, the, the jazz even have been kind of irrelevant for a while. So it's nice to see some of these these teams that have struggled for really a decade or two making a deep playoff run. So you're not seeing the, the Warriors, the Cavs, the Lakers, 
Um, even the Heat it, in these deep playoff runs, it's nice to see some new blood. Um, so yeah, there's going to be some fun series to watch this weekend. Again, games going on every night. Um, and then Monday we'll break all those down for you and kind of see if some series, uh, ended up swinging the different way, or if it's going to be, uh, some series getting closed out on Monday and Tuesday. All right. And then, uh, going over to the MLB here for a couple points, uh, didn't have a whole lot to talk about today. Again, I try to avoid just spitting out stats and scores to you guys. So, um, Kevin Pillar homers twice in his return since taking a pitch to the face a few weeks back. Same bad. I saw it. It wasn't, it was just oh. pine tar. He came out and said, oh. he, I know I saw that too. Cause I was going to mention that, but then, yeah, it was just, it was just pine tar. And he talked after the game. He's like, yeah, that would have been cool, but no, it was just pine tar. Um, but yeah, good to see him back. And again, hit two dingers. Um, the Brewers win the series yesterday against the Reds with a 7-2 outing. They kick off their weekend series against the distraught Pirates tonight at 7. Um, that at home? At home. So that should be – yeah, the Pirates have lost, I believe, four straight. So hopefully the Brewers can sweep, if not for sure win that series because they're still tied with the Cubs for the one spot, but the Cubs and Cards are playing. So that's kind of a best-case scenario for the Brewers because – one team's got to lose those games. So hopefully it's the Cubs because the Cubs are tied with them, but nonetheless, um, either team is a good loss for the Brewers there. So um, the Rockies activate Trevor story after being on IL um, with his, I believe it was a hamstring injury if I remember correctly. So he's back with the Rockies. And then last point here, a judge rejects effort for Georgia to get the all-star game back in Atlanta. Um, I don't even know why they tried it. Honestly, again, basically the whole reason that they left it was because they passed a law that suppresses black voters in the Atlanta area. MLB said we want no part of having an all-star game in a city that is um, okay with something like this happening. And then I don't know if it was the city of Atlanta or state of Georgia, whatever brought it to court and the judge rejected it. And the, I didn't see the, the full details, but the judge said, nope. It's staying um, Colorado. Colorado. That's right. So, um, again, good move for the MLB to dig its heels in and not give in um, and keep their footing on that one. So, great to see that. Yeah, definitely. And then, again, more playoffs. NHL, what is going on over there? So, last night, the last uh, spot in the conference finals was filled up. Vegas Golden Knights take down the Colorado Avalanche six to three. Um, all I can say is, wow, Vegas. Um, they've caught some fire. It seems like they've caught some heat, and this is going to be a great series between them and Montreal. We got two two teams who are on fire meeting each other. Both goalies hot. It's going to be a very good series. Um, like I'm going to go back and reiterate again, Montreal, when they scored three goals, they won the last 25 in a row in the postseason. So three is the magic number for them. Um, Vegas, obviously, they're a little bit faster than Montreal. They are a little bit heavier as well. It's going to be interesting to see if uh, when Petrie, the defenseman for the Montreal Canadiens, is going to get back after. I don't know if people saw this injury, but 
on the glass they have holes cut for cameras to get put up to it and they snap pictures well one was just in a lower spot i've never seen it in this spot it was kind of lower on the glass and he dumped the puck in and he was skating along and his hand was riding the the wall his pinky got jammed inside of the hole not sure whether he dislocated broke his pinky or whatever but afterwards you could see him discomforted he didn't play game four um against toronto so it's going to be or against winnipeg excuse me so it's going to be interesting to see when they get him back i know that they did have the sweep um vegas and colorado went six of a hard-fought series so hopefully that they're back full strength but this should be a great series no doubt and that starts on monday at eight o'clock and then the other series the islanders in tampa bay lightning get on they face off sunday at two o'clock in the afternoon don't really have too much to say about that that's going to be a great series um the islanders love to shut down the other team's top lines and tampa's a team that rolls all four and hopes to score nine goals. So it's going to be very interesting to see. They both have great goaltending as well. Um, Barry Trotz, the coach for the New York Islanders, seems like he knows how to get shit done. Um, he's won a cup over in Washington, turned that organization around, goes to Long Island, turns that organization around. This is the second year in a row that they've been in the conference finals. So Last year, they ended up losing to Tampa in six. Let's see if they can get some revenge this season and make me maybe make it to the Stanley Cup Finals. And then one last little point here. Um, well, two points quick. One, the United States and Canada came together in an agreement with um, COVID. The Canadian team traveling to Vegas coming across the border in that there is no quarantine that has to happen. There's no COVID tests. Everything is strictly play on from here on out with the final four. I'm glad that our governments were able to come together and get something done on that. Cause I, I was wondering what was going to happen to that situation too, whether they were going to have to quarantine for a couple of days and then they were going to have to wait to play a game or if they were going to find some neutral site to put the game at, I don't, I didn't know what was going to happen with COVID. So that's awesome that they got to work there. And then one last interesting stat here for all the people who sleep on Sidney Crosby and kind of forgotten what he's done to the game of hockey. Let me read something for you. McDavid in his first six season, he has one series win in the playoffs. Um, Nathan McKinnon, he has three series wins in his first eight seasons. And then Austin Matthews has zero series wins in his first five. Sidney Crosby had seven series wins, two Stanley cup final appearances, one Stanley cup in his first four seasons as the captain and back then a lot of people were pissed that that was it like that was that like that wasn't good enough and now these younger superstars are coming in and it's all about the points the points the points and they're forgetting about the winning it's about the winning it's not about the points and that's why i picked the penguins this i, I thought crosby and them were gonna have one full run but uh goalie let him down and that's what we get and it's just crazy to think how good like Sidney Crosby actually is of a player um like I said he kind of gets left under the radar now that there's so many younger kids whose names are just as big but Crosby produces again and again and again so that's all I really got for the NHL um final four I mean Games are going to be on every other night starting Sunday, so it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. A lot of important important games. For sure. 
And then, yeah, so again, weekend, you got baseball, you got NBA, NHL playoffs, you got the Palmetto Championship for the PGA, um, you got uh, NCAA baseball. Uh, uh, oh, that, the other thing I forgot to mention Oklahoma winning the College Softball World Series. That was kind of one of our other main points today. Yeah, um, they lost the first game. They went down 1 0 and they came back and won two in a row to win. So. Shout out to them, number one team in the country, battling back from adversity, losing the first game on Wednesday, going into the loser's bracket, having to win elimination games from there on out, and they do it. So shout out to the number one team in the country. You're number one for a reason. For sure. And then, yeah, NCAA baseball is getting underway this weekend, and then the World Series for that will be in about a week, week and a half as well, uh, wrapping that up. So. A lot going on around the sports world, really NFL is the only sport that isn't happening right now. And again, NHL and NBA are in the heat of their season, getting down to the end. So um, it's a really fun time of year to be a sports fan. Um, And like I said, all the games that happen over the weekend, we'll break that all down for you guys on Monday. Yeah, you also can catch the outdoor national track and field uh, championships this weekend as well that are had there. I believe they'll be on NBCSN. Um, due to no hockey being on until Sunday. So I believe you can catch those championships there. And then thank you everyone for stopping by. We really appreciate it. Don't forget to follow, like, subscribe to our channels, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, anywhere and everywhere. Go to Google, type in In League of Their Own Podcast. You can find us there. Don't forget to click on the merch um, in the link. Go buy some merch. It's a perfect gift to give to someone if they, if you know they love listening to the show. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't want to ramble too long here. It's, it is a Friday and people got stuff to do here. So um, I'm going to keep it nice and sweet and just say thank you guys. And yeah, we'll be back on Monday. See you guys on Monday.